the snap, and the ball is free. It's picked up by Michigan State. Jalen wants Jackson, and he scores. This is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. And the watch this is thank you to NIL. We'll give you your five minute. You just, you just let it out. Michigan State, Michigan, everything that happened, a bunch of fucking criminals. You just let it out. All right. <laughs> this is Name Image Podcast. And oh, uh, <laughs> surprise, <laughs> surprise. You know, Michael woke up in a great okay. mood this morning because uh, it's a little snowy outside. He was already oh. jamming Mariah Carey. Oh, if uh, he's a little Christmas bitch and he's ready to go. Hey, I thought we weren't supposed to curse on this thing. Oh, what the no. hell? Yeah, yeah. What the hell? Listen, it's not. You know what? I understand the concept of like, ooh, there's a whole holiday in between here, but at the same time, it's like, it, it's how do you celebrate Thanksgiving outside of like the day of Thanksgiving? You know what I mean? Like, when I'm gonna put a blow up turkey on my back porch? Like, it, no, it's gotta be. It's just Christmas with Thanksgiving mixed in. But I digress. You know, Michael. You know what they say? It's the holiday season. You you, you know what they say? Cocoa melon for the kids. Oh, no, that's that's discussion for another <laughs> pod. Uh, not this pod, because this is the name of the podcast. Uh, we're here to talk a lot about, maybe not today. Today might be a shorter one. But uh, we're here to talk about college sports in general, football, and yeah. hey, basketball's back, baby. Uh, I watched some exhibition yeah. exhibition I games, baby. So uh, we're, we're cruising. We're, we're, we're about to hit right into the where, thick of it. Where do you want to start, Skip? Huh? Uh, you have an embarrassment of riches. Where do you want to start? Well... Uh, last weekend, yeah, pretty crazy weekend. Obviously, Michigan, Michigan State, the whole tunnel gate fallout. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. Listen, here, here's what it is. It's bad luck. It's bad luck. Sometimes it just sucks to have to like, like feel like you have to defend your fandom in a way, right? Because yeah. it's just Michigan State doesn't have the, the best track record of of off field incidents or with the board of trustees and gymnastics, all that bullshit. So, yeah, not ideal. But hey. Okay. Uh, we, we covered the spread. Covered the spread. Won some people. Okay. So right. you know, it wasn't all that bad. Well, hold on. Hold on now. I'm not – I won't draw this out, but I do I do have to ask. The optics of Michigan player skip, you know, skipping into the tunnel, obviously putting himself into that situation, that's a bad look, right? I mean, even as a – as not – like I'm asking you as not a Michigan State fan, just in general, I mean, he kind of like – he put himself in that spot. Not saying the, the outcome was warranted, but like – like he he fucked I mean, he fucked around and found out, but it does not absolve like what obviously what happened. It it escalated too far. It's a shame that it did because I do enjoy the if if he would have kind of skipped into the mix and then it was a little bit of a pushing and shoving and that's where it kind of ended. We're we're playing that on the promo reel next season. Like we're just it just adds to the rivalry, but it it just got escalated too far, and I don't think it's fair to point fingers one way or the other because. Bunch well, college and kids. There's gonna be more. High. There's gonna be more footage to come out as well because you know right. one of the one of the MSU journalists who I, I he's not like he's very very neutral with this like he's not like you know he's not like a blogger right he's he's an actual right. journalist and right. he's just saying like he's expecting a little bit more footage to come out because he's he just doesn't quite he's like yeah okay if that guy went in there and started talking shit he just doesn't understand how that would trigger someone to start swinging in a helmet so he thinks right. That, he thinks that a, a punch or, or something was said or well, you know something was crossed the line. But yeah. at the end of the day, we got to hold ourselves better. It's just a bad look. And then right. the, the worst part really about it is is Harbaugh going up there. Oh, we're going to 
we're going to press charges and we're going to do this and that. And it's just like, dude, you're just such a bitch. Well, and, it's and, such a fucking loser. And you did, you did say this a couple of days ago. This is their move to just try to like, like not bury even us, insult yeah. injury, just bury you. Like, like they're yeah. just going to bury you. And like I said, I don't, I, I don't think, and I am by no means a, a professor of law, but I think with all things given that, you know, it was a game, the game just ended like the situation that unfolded. There's no way that you could point at one particular person or a group of individuals and be like, all right, these people are the ones catching the criminal charges. Because it, like you said about the journalists, and I and I agree with them, there will be so much more that comes out in the next, you know, weeks and in, in the investigation if an inve- investigation does happen. Well, and it, like, what a what it, a waste of of right. of actual investigation professionals' right. time, right? Now, and then, now we do have to go on public record and say, taking a helmet off, swinging it, and trying to bash somebody over the head with it, it bad. Bad. Regard, right. Regardless of how we ended up there, you, you just can't do that. And I know that that's kind of what made this an uglier situation. But everything up until then, like like I said, there's video of number one skipping in, into the mix with all the Michigan State players by himself. Like he kind of initiated it, but it was just ugly altogether. And I agree with you. We'll just, we'll just drop it. We'll just leave it because that's an uglier side of sports that it just gets exploited because it's a good story. But I really don't think it's a big deal. But we're just right. going mean, to gonna play anyways. The last thing's there because, you know, now there's the lawyer who wants to come out and he said he's going to sue and this and that. It's like, well, you're not going to sue the players because they don't have any money, right? The, the players right. don't have any money. So what are you going to do? You got to you got to sue the university, right? You got to sue. What are you going to sue? Michigan State? Guess where this took place? This happened didn't happen on Michigan State's campus. So right. what are you going to do? Are you going to sue University of Michigan for, for allowing this to happen? Because that's the only logical entity that you can, that you can hold accountable here. Like... So it's just it's ridiculous, but it just like right. what you, I'm, just to try to bury us, and it is what it is. It looked bad, but hey, you know, move on. This season sucks, we'll anyways. It's yeah. uh, that is that. But uh, in other news, uh, yep, give it I to mean, me. It it feels like a helmet was swung at our head as far as like who we picked to kind of close out our bets because none of them delivered. <laughs> I don't think any of them. Yeah, you know, we had you know my Wake Forest Demon Deacons get absolutely lambasted by Louisville. And then we had your Oklahoma State Cowboys get fucking yeah, yeah. blanked. Yeah. And uh yeah, not not a good betting weekend. Oh sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll I'll pull it up and I'll we'll give the final the final nothing. record. I mean both teams that we bet against in Kansas State and Louisville hung forty eight. <laughs> like, uh, that's not okay here we go. Here we go. So the over in Colorado State, Boy State, your dog hit. Shouts nice. to me. Oklahoma State got waxed. Terrible. Uh, your Illini delivered minus yep. six and a half. Wake Forest fooked us. Uh, South Carolina fooked me. And then over 58 and a half was the uh, the mutual. We had to put that in there because I forgot what other pick we were kind of wishing on. But the over 58 and a half hit. So, you know, three for six is a terrible. <laughs> Right, it's just when you lock them all into a parlay. That's for it. And and I'm addicted to parlays, so I like I get the, the appeal of individual bets, but no, yeah. like, you got to get my blood pumping. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll be better this week. We'll be better. It'll be fine. Will we? I hope so. Probably. But uh, hey, uh, you know our uh, betting correspondent Brandon down in Miami this weekend. So uh, you know have a, have a good time down there. I'm sure. It's Is gonna he be actually down in Miami? Down in Miami. Him and him and Fat D, him and old Matt. Down oh, in Miami. for like a for like a family thing. I don't know. Said it just them. Mm. So, oh, oh, well, it's Miami, Florida State. They're going to Miami, Florida State. Oh, oh, oh. there you go. There you go. At, well. uh, at the illustrious Hard Rock Stadium. Uh, yeah, Florida State coming in at five and three. Miami at four and four. Obviously, I'm rooting for Miami here. 
That's true. That's you know, true. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Miami's a dumpster fire. I, I, I don't understand. That's fair. I don't understand that. Uh, before we get too far into the what we're here to talk about in the football world, uh, I just need your initial take on preseason basketball rankings. I, I know you don't like college basketball, but just tell me what you think about my boys being ranked number seven and not a Spartan to be seen that I'm seeing at least on we uh, we do best when people doubt us. But uh, here's the, there's no there be there's the no point, point I was gonna make. <laughs> even let's say even if we were ranked, there's no point. I mean, look at our no. first look at our first eight games. We would be unranked right. because we are we're gonna lose probably. I would say we could possibly start one and seven. I don't think that's the case. Um, let me let me just re- let me just read you off our our starting schedule yep. here basically. So we we kick it off on Monday, November seventh. We played Northern Arizona, probably a win there. I I I really hope that we can beat Northern Arizona. Uh, here's how the next games, and I'm not skipping any games in between. Here's our next slate of games. So we have Northern Arizona. That Friday we play Gonzaga. Tuesday we play Kentucky. Friday we play Villanova. Uh, the following Thursday we play Alabama. Then we play Notre Dame. And then Jesus. it's basically Big Ten play. <laughs> so, Jesus. So, I mean, now, we, now here's the thing though: is if you somehow pull out wins, even if it's only a ha- like a few, like a handful of wins out of that, that's such a strong, like that's such a strong resume that you'll have just in that that little gauntlet to start the season alone. Right. That's that's absurd. Right. No, I mean, all all honestly, all we have to do is win like two or three of them, and it's like cool, we're in, right. <laughs> pretty much. Um, and I I I'm always uh an advocate for playing tough schedules because you're going to, you're going to play these types of teams in the tournament, right? Like yeah. you're, you're going to regardless. Um, so I, I'm fine. Just, you know, and uh, the Gonzaga games on the aircraft carrier, that's cool, right? Like <laughs> those are cool. always, no, those are cool, but those are always terrible because the, the courts are always horrific to play on. <laughs> they're, they're cool optics, but I always hear like, it's always backlash about how bad the court conditions are. Cause shot I mean, it's on a fucking aircraft carrier. That is you bet the under. Every single time, I think, on, on something yeah, like that. Yeah, you bet the under on points and the over on the amount of ankles that are about to be sprained because yeah. the court has, like, you know, uh, condensation and water on it. But you I know, think whatever. they figured it out since the last time they did it. So, yeah. uh, T's and P's to your, your the start of your gauntlet. Uh, we're, we're very much in the same boat, Kyle. I mean, you know, we're just looking down the barrel. Jacksonville, US, USC <laughs> Upstate. Didn't even know that was a college. That is like, it legitimately could Created be. to play Duke pretty much. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Uh, we do catch Kansas third one in November fifteenth. That'll be fun. Uh, hey, no, hey, excuse me. Speaking of Kansas, they are without their leader for that game. I'll have true. you know that's because true. Kansas self-imposed a couple uh, suspensions on that, on, yeah. on dollar bill. Hand wow. up, hand up. We're the bad guys. Hand up, we are the bad guy. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, yeah. It's, anyways, you know, anyway. but then uh, De- Delaware, you know, the the Delaware, both big time, big time competitors. <laughs> Bellarmine, Oregon State, Ohio State, and then we get into the conference play. <laughs> I love it. That's just a gauntlet, Kyle. But hey, you know, it's what it's the Duke blueprint. We we only expect the toughest to come play us. Well, on top of the schedule as well, it's a few of the games are like the the PK eighty type tournament. So there's oh, also yeah. there's other games in here against good teams that could possibly be played as well. Right, right. But like, see the the pre like not it's not necessarily preseason, but like the early season tournaments. It, it, it's one of those ones where it's like if you win, if you get wins in those, like it, all of a sudden it does count for some. But I feel like if you if you end up losing, like it really doesn't. No, affect the whole thing. That's the beauty of those those early season tournaments. At least to me, is like a loss doesn't necessarily mean you're a bad team. But if you get a win, you win the tournament. Oh well, holy shit! Like we're we're un we're unstoppable. But 
fun. Yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah. No, hey, we're excited. We're gonna be here real, real thick for basketball when that starts. But uh in all in due time. All in due time. All in due time. Back we back got to some... back to the focus, Kyle, because we had, we hey, we got our first look at the college football playoff rankings. You know, it's yeah. We're here, dog. We're here. You know how much I love the playoff rankings. But here here's how it comes out. No. Tennessee number one, Ohio yep. State two, Georgia three, Clemson four, Michigan five, Alabama six. And then right on the outside of that, you got TCU, Oregon. And then basically it just drops off the face of the planet there. I mean, yeah, USC's number nine, but we we know USC are frauds. So can I give you my my knee jerk reaction when these when these came out? Just the, sure. the off the cuff. I, I the Clemson thing, I still I just don't understand the Clemson bias. Like I understand they're undefeated and uh, they, uh, I mean they play in the ACC, so we expect this. I mean, am I just blind, Kyle? Is Clemson really that good? Well, I mean, the alternative is you put Michigan in there, and then it's like, cool, the playoff is two SEC teams and two Big Ten teams. <laughs> so that's and, that's and they, true. they do this on purpose just to get people to talk about it. They'll they'll that's completely true. that's true. Like screw things up intentionally just to get people to to get all mad. So That's I don't it, the people who freak out about rankings in general, let alone playoff rankings. I'm just like you guys are the dumbest people on the planet. Like you right. just have to be brain dead. Like how do you not see what they're doing? Like but outside outside of Clemson, I thought TCU. I thought it would have been at least in my mind. I thought they should have been six. Just because, just like you said, like just more conversation to be had. I mean, Alabama probably played a better schedule. To be honest, I mean, oh, right. I don't know. I, I I don't know. It's Either and way, see, and, and that was the third point I was about to make, and that that just your little your the eh, is the perfect segue. Are we are we seeing the beginning of the demise of the SEC bias? Because like you just said, TCU maybe like on paper hasn't played like the toughest schedule when compared to Alabama, who plays in the SEC conference. But like at the same time, TCU's been playing much better teams, but they just don't have that notoriety and that name. Like they caught a Kansas, like people wrote Kansas off now because they've kind of fallen off, but like. At the time, they caught Kansas. Kansas was a very good football team. Right. But yeah. It, it's going to be tough. I, in, you know, with TCU, it's like, I'm sure they're like, hey, we're just going to ride this. It, like, we're not right. even worried about the playoffs and stuff because this is all house money at this point. And but if, even if just, they win out, how do you not put them in? Like, you have well, to. Oh, I mean, in, yeah, it'll right? be. Yeah. It, I don't know. I, hey, we'll see. We shall uh, see. I, I Just asking you as a friend. I'm just asking. If they win and we come to Kyle Parker's, if they win out, are they good in the top four? Uh well, God, it depends how the rest of them. I mean, are you saying all the other teams? Well, Michigan, well? Michigan, and Michigan and Ohio State. One of them has to lose. Like one of them, and I think Tennessee, has to, Georgia, and Tennessee, well, Georgia play this weekend. So one of them has to lose. So in the top four, there will be two losses at some point. One yeah, after if, this if, if TCU goes undefeated, they have to be in. Okay, just least. making yep. sure. Just making sure because we've seen this before, where a, a, a much better record gets kind of you know gypped because of a one loss Alabama won the SEC championship. Agreed. Agreed. Well, like like you mentioned, let, let's talk to big hitters. Tennessee Georgia this weekend. Tennessee Georgia this weekend. It's one thirty. This is yeah, not thank you. Yeah, thankfully. But um, this is as probably excited as I've been for an SEC matchup in quite some time. Because like the, the Alabama Georgia type game, it's just like who cares? Like yeah, we've seen that a billion times. Like all right, Tennessee, like you're here. Like let's right. do it. Like figure it out. I'm wearing my Tennessee shirt right now. Like I I'm it's, all it, for it, obviously. But hey, right. uh, initial line: Georgia favored by eight. From what I'm, what I'm seeing. That's and that's that's oops, that's weird to me because it's it's obviously Tennessee number one, or excuse me, Tennessee <clears throat> eight point underdogs. But I, 
this is the Tennessee story. I, I don't feel like gets enough like attention as far as like the the roadmap that they've been on the last couple years. They were like seven seven and three last season. Like they were ups, not great or like they were terrible last season. And then they're just out of nowhere. So like this ride that Tennessee's taken us all on is absolutely fantastic. Because if you would have thought that this year they're going to take down Alabama and then they're going to be playing in a game against Georgia, like the much watched television. This is the, they're just the gift that keeps on giving Kyle. The Tennessee train just keeps on rolling. And I think they easily cover eight points and probably win the game, but that's just me. That's just me. Yeah. It, uh, it's going to be a huge game overall. I mean, we got some Heisman uh, favorites and, and Hendon Hooker, oh, yeah. you know, just overall Tennessee's kind of momentum, you know, how they're rolling in, but you're going down, you're going down playing at Georgia, right? Right, but it's just it's, it's, on the field. It's kind of people. like the the Kansas effect that we saw earlier, where it was like Kansas just kind of like got hot and then they were just riding that wave. I think the difference in here is that Tennessee has proven that they have they have the dudes, particularly on offense, to win a ball game. Like I think that this could be not necessarily foot races. I think Georgia's defense is just way too good, and they're not going to allow that to happen. But I do think it'll be a pretty high score affair given the SEC matchup. And Tennessee does have the ability to just kind of run and gun their way out of a deficit. Like, even if they're down a couple scores yep. going in, like, the fourth, like, they have that capability to just let loose and just all of a sudden 14-point swing and they're back on top of this thing. Right. Yeah, so it's – I mean, betting on this game, I'm sure it would be fun. It, it's it's going to be a sweat fest because, you know, at any moment it could oh, – yeah. I mean, especially being at eight points, you know, they could – it could be a close game, and then it's like we saw against Alabama, like a, a weird fumble return for a touch, right? Because both these teams are good enough where if you do have a turnover or anything like that, it could easily just go the other way immediately, right to the house. Because whoever's picking up the ball was like the all-state running back who now just happens to be too big right. to play running back, so he's playing defensive line, and he still runs a 4-5. <laughs> so like, that, that's you, that's the exact point like that I was going to make, is that you have to remember, like even though that there is always, there, you know, there's the, the first-string guys, the NFL potential guys on these SEC teams, the guys underneath them are not slouches either. So, like, at any given moment, any given pass, any given run, like, there are enough guys on the field that can make a game-changing play. Whereas in other, you know, the Power Five the power five always has guys that can make those plays. But, like, when you watch, like, Mac and stuff like that, like, it, there's just not a lot of, like, game-changers out there. This game in particular has uh, game-changers all over the field because it, we're just talking about guys who are either NFL talent or just a notch below that. So, it... Anytime that ball goes in the air, you just have to hold your breath because you never know what's going to happen. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. That That's really – I mean, there's a couple decent matchups overall this weekend sprinkled through here that I'm, I'm pretty excited for. We had to get to that first, though, right? We had to get to that first. Yeah, I mean, um, it's, it, it's the one that we just we just mentioned, right? Like, it's this is going to shake up. This is going to be the first shakeup in the college football playoff rankings that nobody cares about. Uh, this will be the first shakeup that we, because inevitably somebody's going to have to lose here. And so it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. But who would have thought we'd had number one Georgia and number two Tennessee squaring up? You know, it's incredible. It's, a gift. it's just, it's just the gift keeps on getting. This has been a good football season all around as far as matchups. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely, I, I think as far as just kind of the different storylines, you have just enough. It's not complete chaos. Right, which you know, obviously we love, but you know, you you had the the flashes with Kansas, and now you got TCU. You have even like Kansas mm-hmm. State like popping in there. So the Big Twelve alone's been pretty interesting. USC yeah, way back, Oregon kind of. I, I know, was about to say Oregon completely but... resurrected from the grave. After <laughs> yeah, they were written off after Georgia. the first game. <laughs> right, they may they may beat the Buffaloes by sixty this weekend. By the way, 
but yeah, that's our only game preview. We'll give that game. Uh, Oregon may beat the Buffs by sixty. Probably. I mean, they're favored by thirty-one and a half. So that's, that's just the first half spread. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, just kind of a few other interesting games, like seeing, for example, Tulane versus Tulsa, the battle of the twos, baby. Hey. Um, that's, that's kind of an interesting one. Tulane find themselves at number 19, seven to one. Their only loss was a kind of a weird flute game against Southern Miss. I mean, they, they've been rolling. I mean, they've beaten the likes of Kansas state, for example. So, you know, even Houston, East Carolina, who's kind of been the darling recently beat Memphis, like. They're kind of rolling here, so I, I really, really like the wave right now. The green wave, excuse oh, yeah. me. Uh, minus seven and a half points. I think I'm going to add them to I, – I, this probably – so If you're like a somehow a Tulane fan listening to this, I apologize. But I think they're my first uh, my first six-pack pick okay. here. Minus seven okay. and a half. Okay, minus seven and a half. You heard it here first. Yep. Mm-hmm. Give, me, give me Tulane, baby. All right. All righty. Nice little uh, interstate battle, TCU, Texas Tech. That's always good. I think it's the battle for like something weird, like the iron. It's not the iron skillet, but it's not, I'm sure it's something weird like that. But. Some 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 sort of generic Texas Plains a artifact. Big, a big wooden wheel or something. Like, <laughs> the oh, wagon wheel. <laughs> that is a thing. I I, I think that's yeah, that Darius Rucker. You ever heard of him? BYU Utah or Utah State BYU. That uh, that's about the the most white cracker trophy on the planet. So that would make sense. Okay, let me look this up. Texas Tech TCU. Is this a rivalry game? What what, what do you see? Rivalry game. <laughs> yeah. So so you you're high on TCU though, right? I I just think that they they there was enough. They they have checked enough boxes so far that where we if there was going to be a pitfall, we would have seen it by now. I think that they are legitimate, right? Like I, I feel like they. They survived the test that Kansas couldn't. Like, Kansas got hot, and they kind of became a, a national sensation there for a couple of weeks. I think TCU's just been quietly just putting teams away, and I think that if they were going to have a, a slip-up, it would have happened by now. Texas Tech is always a team. that it, Just the guys, that the, the team that they feel year in and year out, Texas Tech always has the capability to make something happen. But I just – TCU just is stout. I mean, it's it, – where, where are they going to beat them on which side of the ball are they going to beat them? I don't think they beat them on either side of the ball. So I don't think I, I don't it's I don't think it'll be a blow up by any means. But Texas Tech, I just don't think has enough to win against TCU this weekend. This is the West Texas Championship and they're fighting for the saddle trophy. So there you the go. Saddle. There you go. Well, we were we were close. Wagon wheel, iron skillet, revolver, horse saddle. Just make what sure is Texas? Red Dead Redemption. That's all it is. <laughs> You do not. Speaking from experience, you do not want to play Red Dead Redemption. Maybe, maybe not online, but I digress. I think they shut that down. Anyways, um, yeah, Oregon, Colorado. That's a, <laughs> another impact. <laughs> I, I'm not touching the points there, obviously, but uh, no, cause... it's weird because like I just kind of want to not like Oregon, but I just like what they're doing Hello. because it was even with the hire of um, it was Dan Lanning, Manning, Lanning, Lanning, Lanolin, something Lanolin. like that. Um. He kind of came in there, and the Oregon alumni were just kind of throwing a fit. They were like, this isn't an Oregon guy, and blah, blah, blah. And then they get blown out, obviously, by Georgia. Everyone making the Bo Nix jokes. And look at Bo Nix now, because he he's just a, he's a damn good player, and especially oh. in this offense, man. I mean, you're talking about 72.5%, definitely, 72% um, completion rating. 
He's already got 2,221 yards, 20 touchdowns, only five interceptions. You know, five interceptions is a little bit, but not, you know, it's not really not that bad. Uh, on top of that, it's, I mean, I know he likes to run the ball a little bit. Uh, yeah, 441 yards rushing. I mean, like, he had 11 touchdowns. Like, yeah, he's That's, just kind of, he's like the players that, you know, we like to create on NCAA, right? He, just, right. he throws it, he passes, he does it all. Yeah, the, the best thing that ha- and I guess this is this is a kind of wonky way to put it, but the best thing that's happened to Oregon what, it was probably getting smacked in the first game of the season because yep. it, everybody kind of wrote them off, and then by the time they kind of came back into you know the relevant relevancy, we were like, oh, like you know, Oregon, or, like you just said, we'll, we'll root for Bo Nix. Like that's a fun story, you know, the transfer. He's over the Pac-12 now, slanging it. Like they're kind of letting him lose something he couldn't do before. Like I, I, I've. We'll always root for the Ducks on behalf of our dear friend and correspondent Drozzy. But uh, yeah, no, I get what you're saying though. Like Oregon historically, at least for me, and like the, the past few years, I've just been like, yeah, I really don't care for Oregon. But there's just some sort of charm, like almost not lovable losers because obviously they're winning. But there's just something about Oregon that makes you want to root for them. And given the opponent this weekend, yeah, it, it would be very easy to root for the Ducks this weekend. <laughs> Kansas State, Texas. Kansas State Whoa. up to number 13 in the country, which after coming off the win 48 to nothing against Oklahoma State, uh, their only two losses are against at TCU and versus Tulane. So, I mean, two, <laughs> I mean two, two teams we've talked about. Ranked opponents. Highly ranked one of them. Texas is favored by two and a half. And this is going to, I'm going to throw mine in here right now. Uh, Kansas State plus two and a half. That'll be my contribution to six pack because I still like, and I understand that Texas isn't necessarily a bad football program, but like, I don't understand how they just get favored in these games every time. Well, like, well and they'll just sneak them in being ranked every single time, right? It's like other right. five, and three, we'll rank them 24, right? It, it's, ah, just, yeah. it's, it's that we can't, we can't close the book on the season until the Longhorns are just barely inside the door of top 25. Right. And it's, I mean, you're looking at a home underdog. I mean, Kansas State, you're playing at the Bill Snyder Family Football Stadium. You know what? That's give me. Give, I'm gonna switch it. Kansas State money line. Just, just Kansas State money line plus one fifteen. That'll give us give us at least a yep. little bit of an odd boost. Absolutely. Kansas State money line for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. I, I see it there. Martinez is playing awesome. Kansas oh, State. They're just dude. and Kansas State. I feel like always had Texas. I remember back. It was. Um, they had oh, who was that? I want to say it's Josh Freeman, but I don't think that was right. But you know, they uh, they somehow were always finding a way to beat Texas, and this was when Texas <laughs> was really good. I, and I still just have those memories from like the mid two thousands. So give me Kansas State definitely. Oh, it's, um, it's five o'clock. Mountain, yes. of course. Mount Alabama. Santa, Alabama, LSU. And this is one of those games where I think in the beginning people just didn't expect this to be a thing, right? Because you know people mm-hmm. booed LSU immediately. Everybody liked to just shit on Brian Kelly in the offseason. And this, hey, we were we were obviously guilty of that as well. But man, I mean, you just got to look at what he's been doing and how he's navigated this coming off a big win against Ole Miss. Now you're at home against Alabama. I mean, whew, Death Valley is about to be rocking. And on that note, I will take Alabama minus 13 and a half. <laughs> yeah, I think you said, I, like 2000, 2010. 2010 was the last time Alabama, or excuse me, LSU beat Alabama in LSU. 2010, Kyle. And Alabama is, is, is there is not a more dangerous team in college football than an Alabama team who just suffered a loss a couple weeks ago to Tennessee got smacked on the nose. Nick Saban's been chewing their ass. They're going to come into LSU 
this is what's going to this is the game that is going to put them on the doorstep of the college football playoffs at the end of the, the you know season after they win the SC championship of course because they're going to come here and they're just going to blow the doors off LSU I give me my it sounds like a lot but you're just going to have to trust me here Kyle minus 13 and a half all right is that part of the six pack is that what we're throwing in here <sighs> well I I'll tweet out the final results, but I may I may take it out on your behalf because I know that you don't like that pick. Uh, I might just let that one ride by itself. But I just something in me is telling me. Hey, I'm all for the gut check. I mean, if that's if that's you, you do have a, a deep, mean, deep it, connection it, it, to the it, South here. So huge, I, you know, huge. you know, I mean, long. I'm an Alabama alum. I took an online class. Uh, I mean, you tell what's your what's your. I th- I told you my gut feeling. What's the reaction, Kyle? You tell me. I haven't watched any. Any of LSU since the first week, basically. So <laughs> that, that's it, it, hand it, up games that I've caught. It just the thing that it, this is this is part of the reason I like Alabama winning by a thirteen and a half. It, it just LSU is always seems to me like they're kind of playing with their hair on fire, and so far it's worked out for them. As yeah. far as like the games get kind of weird, they get kind of sloppy, a little messy, but like they always find a way to come out on top. I, I don't yeah, think you can play that sloppy. Yeah, right. Like it's 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 no matter you know how where Alabama's ranked or how many losses they have, their defense is always very stout. I mean that's where that's where Nick Saban prides his teams to be good is the defensive side of the ball. So I I I may in this this could totally blow up my face. We could we we could snap the twelve year losing record against Alabama, but I think that this is this is a game where Alabama needs to come out and just heat check themselves, and they just want to remind everybody that they're still a damn good football team. Syracuse, Notre Dame. Woo! Notre Dame's a weird one. They came out the gate looking real, real rough. Obviously, losing to Ohio State and then losing to Marshall. Close win against Cal. They came out on top against North Carolina. Came out on top against BYU. Barely squeaked by Stanford. But then had a good win against Syracuse, right? And so now you're looking at this, and and everybody wrote off and shit on Freeman and Notre Dame and this and that. You know, really, they're 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 a fluke game against Marshall away from being not only six and two. You know, obviously the the loss against you know Ohio State that was that was just always going to happen. Uh, but then you look at their loss at Stanford, sixteen to fourteen. That's kind of a fluke as well. I mean, th- those two games, Marshall and Stanford. Away, I mean, you're looking at a really good Notre Dame team. Clemson, obviously, we know we've documented Clemson as well. Clemson favored by three and a half, you know, three and a half here. I don't, something about it, like, I like Notre Dame to keep it close. I don't know if they're going to keep it three points close. I think it would be like a 10 point loss, even. Like, that would be a pretty good loss for Notre Dame overall. Right. But, you know, you're playing at home, you know, if you're Notre Dame, and you know how the refs act at home. We've seen it, I've seen it multiple times in Michigan State. It's incredible. I, yeah. So, I, I, yes, I, I I agree. But I just I think I, I understand what you're saying about the Marshall game in particular. Like, you know, shit kind of happens, but it's also Marshall. Like if you if you are a, a football team that's worth your worth your name, you know, at that level. You got you, you. That's just kind of inexcusable. Like I, I get Stanford to a degree, right? Like I get Stanford, but like Marshall's kind of inexcusable. And I think that the reason Marshall happened was there's just not in the in, in weeks have passed. Like you said, weeks have passed. Good winning in Syracuse. So I, I think that they do. They have kind of figured out to a degree. And I, I think you're 100 right that they're not going to cover three and a half points. It will probably be a touchdown, ten point loss, something like that. I just don't think Notre Dame is there yet to be talking about them taking down the Tigers. So well, I'm, I'm glad we're on the same page. Two weeks ago, they, I mean, they benched DJ, right? They benched DJU because he just looked horrible. 
It, you know, so that that's gonna be interesting. I mean, here's that's the thing. A t- that's a testament how good they are, though. Like to, yeah. like to be fair, that's a testament how good they are. Like if you could bench your guy who's supposed to be the starting you know, at one point, you know, a couple years ago was gonna be a Heisman hopeful. If you can still bench him and then you're still winning ball games and you're still finding yourself at number five, eight, and no. I mean, Dabo it, it maybe doesn't get enough respect on the recruiting trail because he doesn't do the weird shit that Harbaugh does. But I mean, that's a really good football program. If you're just if you're marching out second string quarterbacks and we're still winning football games and benching your main guy in the middle of the season, that's pretty good. Yep, interesting. That'll be an interesting one. I won't be surprised. If Notre Dame pulls off the upset. It would cause a little bit of chaos. Neither would I. I, but, uh, I, I, I yeah, it's, I it's, it's very likely going to be close. So, are, are we putting that in the six pack? Is the question? Probably not. I, I don't. I'll have to look at some of the. I'm just looking at ranked games right now. I'll, ha, I'll have to look at the the non ranked to to really kind of give this a, a good shake. So, okay. <laughs> um, Utah Arizona. Utah's favored by seventeen and a half. It's at home here in beautiful Salt Lake City. Utah's just got the weird injuries. We saw it last Thursday where all of a sudden you go to the game and it's like, oh, well, Cam Rising's not playing. Our running back's not playing. Dalton Kincaid is is dying pretty much out in the field but catching everything. Like, So I got to see the injury report. It just shows a bunch of undisclosed at this point. So who knows? <laughs> Utah favored by 17 and a half right now. I mean, I'm almost thinking getting in on that a little bit early, right? Because yep. I – well, getting into that in favor of Arizona because – if those injuries are still apparent and, and you know, Cam Rising, those guys aren't playing, I think Utah will still take care of business. Uh, 17 and a half is a lot of points, though. <laughs> you're yes. Running back, your starting quarterback, your starting tight end, your other starting tight end. Uh, yeah, I mean, but see, but see, 17 and a half in Pac 12, 17 and a half in a Pac 12 play is like for a normal conference, that line's probably like seven because that's just how the score comes. Like, I feel like the scoring just comes in bunches. So, I, I, I hear what you're saying about the injury because that will obviously make a world of a difference. But if short of the injury list being just stockpiled, I don't know. I, I think you, I think you thought. Well, think I mean, they're coming it. off only so they covered the spread against USC, covered the spread I think against Washington as well. Um, I wish it would show. They were, I think it was roughly fifty. Yeah, so I mean. They're covering decently well, Arizona is, because I kind of look at them and just think they're ass, but they're they're at least covering. Like I said, it's if if that injury report is is as kind of fucked up as it has been, I think it'll be closer. I think fourteen points is is reasonable. Seventeen and a half is still a lot. That you you make valid points, but I'm just I I don't know. I, Utah is just it's. They're the same kind of story we were just talking about with Clemson. Like, they're just a really well-put-together football team, so it doesn't really matter, like, it's second string, first string. Like, you're still marching out a team that is – they know what they're doing. Like, you could plug – there's a lot of spots on shorter quarterback because, obviously, like you said, without Cam Rising, there was a little bit of a learning curve that we had to figure out on the fly in-game. But outside of that, and Kincaid being the main guy, but it's still, it's just – Utah is just stout across the board, so – but in your 100% right, this could be a 16-point game because that's just how this is going to work yeah. out. So you you are right. Like 17 is too much, but I, 17 and I, a half. Would, I mean that's yeah, pretty. Much it would it. not it would not it would not surprise me at all if I turned this game on at 6:30 uh, and the scores like 28 to seven or something. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, Michigan Rutgers, Michigan favored by 26 points. That's 
probably a pretty uh, pretty easy one there. Michigan will likely roll, so let's just move on. Uh, our last kind of double-ranked matchup is Wake Forest versus North Carolina <laughs> State, and a little intra-interstate rivalry here as well. Um, Wake Forest comes in at number 21, and right behind them, North Carolina State at 22. I think the game at this point is a pick which I, I believe so. I think I was just looking at it, but then DraftKings was like, you've been logged on for too long. Are you okay? I was like, Yes. I've wagered zero dollars, DraftKings. <laughs> Jesus. Right. But yeah, so yeah, I don't even think there. But I would obviously back the, the Demon Oh, Demon Deacons uh, favored by three and a half. Excuse me. There was another game that was a pick em. not that one. Uh, but no, three and a half points for the old uh, Demon Deacons. I, you know, I just, I'm addicted to him. I'm addicted to Sam Hartman. I love him. Yeah, even though they got addicted to Sam Hartman because he looks like a guy who should have been on QB one back when Verizon had that show for like that. He was on. He was on QB one. Was he really? Yeah. Oh, I'm getting confused with Jake Fromm. So he was on. Yeah, Sam Hartman was on QB one. Which season? Uh, it was one. Was he? Did he play for like that weird like Coastal Carolina looking school? I think so. Yeah, it was, that's right. It was like a right. weird, small little school that he went to, but that's he right. knew the that's coach, right. and the coach knew the guy at Wake Forest. It's something weird like that. Yeah, that was the that was the season that was on the uh, the yeah. exclusive Verizon streaming platform, whatever. Something like that. that. Was called. I know, I know for a fact it was because I remember asking you like, where do I watch this? You're like, oh, it's, for, it's Verizon Field. Go ninety. Like, oh, yeah. Go ninety. That's what it was. It's a great show. Yeah. So obviously that's why I love Wake Forest, but or I love uh, Sam Hartman. But nonetheless, yeah, I would I'd probably still pick Wake Forest here, but it it really is I would say as close as a toss up as you can get, and I think that right. line would probably even move to like oh, two, yeah. maybe yeah. even just one point at that point. So mm-hmm. uh, USC favored by twenty two, and then UCLA favored by eleven there. So it, it it's got some good intrigue this weekend overall, you know. But it's it's not like an appointment right. viewing. I wouldn't say you know by any but, stretch. Now, uh, but there, there, this, this feel, this feels like the weekend that there, somebody's gonna fuck up. Somebody ranked in a decent spot is gonna. In a, Do you think unranked even, is gonna knock off a ranked? Yes, but like I don't. I was about to clarify. Like I was gonna quantify it by saying maybe not a top ten rank, but like I'm looking at Penn State playing Indiana. I'm like that's very that very well could be an L. Oklahoma State, if they lose to Kansas, would not be surprised considering what we saw last weekend. So like I'm not even gonna count that one. Uh, but yeah, I think like it, it, it there's going to be a, somebody's going to slip up. That's in the 10 to 20 ranked range against a non-ranked opponent. And I just don't know who it's good is. Maybe, maybe Virginia over UNC, but there will be a, there will be a slip up. Cause it just feels like that weekend, Kyle. It I think feels like gonna be, there's going to be I a, think gonna be Notre Dame. I think it's going to be Notre Dame over Clemson. I'm calling it, it right now. Notre Dame over Clemson. That's what all, if all there's going to be an unranked versus ranked matchup, I think it's going to be Notre Dame Clemson. Notre Dame Clemson is where, and that like that's what I mean. That's a high profile one. So you're 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 dipping into the top fives and say Notre Dame's gonna take down Clemson. Well, I'd I'd love to say it's gonna be Michigan State over Illinois, but that's just not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Michigan State yeah, is reasonable, or reasonable. Illinois is favored by 17 points. I mean, yeah, we we have a lot of players suspended, like four or five starters suspended on an already bad starting roster. So yeah. I don't, but you never know. I mean, you just don't know. But no, Illinois has got a, a good squad. Like I said, Illinois is very close to just being completely undefeated. The, that one loss early in the season against Indiana, where, like I said, I think Illinois had a touchdown called off right. uh, that should have been a touchdown. Yeah, 
it's that then that that's mm-hmm. me. so and I think Illinois plays Michigan next so I mean you know maybe a little letdown look ahead <laughs> or, no they play Purdue and they play Michigan so I, I doubt that's going to be that's probably not going to be an issue so um yeah so that that's just not going to happen but yeah overall it's just uh, I'm excited to see these big ones I'm excited for te- uh, Kansas State Texas because like I said I remember kind of growing up really loving college football and watching really bad. I, it had to be. It had to have been Josh Friedman. He was quarterback. He played for the Buccaneers, I think. After that, let me see. Let me let me look this up because now. It's been, but... <laughs> oh well, now I'll just fill the yeah, airwaves. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was the quarterback. Yeah, he was the quarterback <laughs> okay. who played for uh, Kansas State, and they would only they'd only win like four games a season, but one of those games somehow was against Texas, like almost every year. Crazy trick plays were always involved. Yeah, so yeah, I'm just, going Kansas State there. I I can't believe Martinez is still has eligibility somehow laying around. I, right. They, they. I feel like he was playing when we were in college. Well, and well, there was Taylor. No, Martinez, I know. I know. And then there was Adrian Martinez. Yeah, no, I, 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 Adrian because Adrian had a stint at Nebraska. It seemed like it was fucking forever. Right. Right. Just some weird games overall. I'd say this weekend, but so I think some good ones. You know, I I hope Tennessee Georgia lives up to the hype. Um, which yeah, I can't imagine it won't. It'll be an interesting game nonetheless. Um, then a few other decent ranked matchups in there, but really, Mike, that's all I got because uh, I'm going to be honest. I just want to get on Apex really mm-hmm. bad. And yeah, sorry, I was yeah. waiting for you to shut up, but so, go off, Queen. Anyways, Michael, anything else that you'd like to throw upon our listeners? Mm-hmm. Kind of a rapid fire weekend this one, but uh, we're you know we're, we're figuring yeah. something out. I mean, it's it's this is this is this is a you got a couple like you said you said you said it perfectly. You got Tennessee George to look forward to as long as that lives up to the hype. The rest of the weekend, I you know I'll just pop in where I can. Uh, very much excited for I, I mean it's you know I never want to count my chickens for the hatch because we're still very much in the midst of football, but I am very excited about college basketball being back next week. Uh, and Christmas music. So yeah, it's just life. Life is good, Kyle. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. I know what you mean. So, well, this has been Name Image Podcast. Please like, review, subscribe. We'll uh, we'll dig up some actual, you know, NIL stories next week because I've been, you know, there's been some interesting things going on, you know, across the country. But I was going to mention Tennessee. Tennessee's doing it best with the NIL stuff because they're 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 taking their moment in the spotlight and they're abusing it because they got some sweet merch coming out. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So that that's that's where I think you'll see the oh, best yeah. parts of it there's other just kind of not as fun parts of it that you know we'll have plenty of time to discuss that. nonetheless name image podcast like please subscribe follow us on twitter at name image pod um we're hopefully you know we're getting in the mix with some new graphic designer people as well and getting some people who might you know be able to kind of run our socials possibly tiktok for mike because he spends all his days you know on tiktok anyways <laughs> so I, I figure I have to make sure he earns his paycheck and, you know, contribute. <laughs> but, hey, you did yeah. tweet but not that long ago. So, anyways. Same as I say. Have a good weekend, everyone. Have a good weekend.
Skip. We know Skip. Mm -hmm. Skip. I know yeah, Skip. Yeah. Like that, Skip. Anything else you want to know about me, Skip? Mm -hmm.